Hey there, this is Ann Teagarden with episode 29 of the Unveiled Podcast. Do you love you? You know, self-care is a huge topic these days, especially for women, and I'm so grateful for that. As women, we give and give, and we often put our own needs on the back burner. But there are so many ways that we can take care of ourselves, even little things, taking time to rest, going out with friends, getting a massage or a manicure, reading a good book, and one of my personal favorites, taking a nice, long, hot bubble bath. Those are all wonderful niceties we can do for ourselves. But some basic things are self-care as well, and much more vital, like getting enough sleep, eating healthy, and exercising. And that could be a whole topic unto itself. But there's one often overlooked piece of self-care, and that is talking nicely to ourselves. Yes, really. Yesterday, I blew it with my mother-in-law, and I felt really bad about it. And there's nothing wrong with confessing my part in the problem and asking forgiveness and repenting. That's all good. But let's listen in now on what was going on inside my head. You really blew it, Anne. You know, she'd be better off if you didn't come over to help. Why do you even try to help people? You always bungle it. What's wrong with you? There was this barrage of negativity coming into my mind. Now, thankfully, I've learned to recognize it and reject it, but truthfully, it takes effort and it can be exhausting. But the more that I talk nicely to myself, the less often this happens. And I've learned to really be on guard with my thoughts. Like I mentioned last week, our mindsets are so important. Now, last week I talked mostly about our mindsets, about our spouses and our marriage, you know, in fixed versus growth. But this week I wanna focus on our thought life toward ourselves. Do you love you? What thoughts do you have about yourself every day? I used to not like myself. I wondered why my husband chose to marry me. I wouldn't pick me. I wondered why people hung out with me and seemed to like me. And I lived with the fear that if they really knew me, they wouldn't like me. Does that sound familiar? I hope not. But many people believe that lie. My husband finally convinced me that I was beautiful and worth loving. My God informed me that he doesn't make mistakes and he showered me with his love. My friends showed me that they loved me and appreciated me. And all that was needed was for me to accept all this love and love myself. So why do some of us have trouble accepting the love that others are giving to us? I think it's a mindset. We have some mindset that we're not lovable or not worth it. Or again, if they really knew us, but guess what? Everyone around you that you know and love has bad thoughts sometimes and they sin on occasion and they do the wrong thing and they hope you can't read their mind. So unless you're a closet serial killer, I think you're good. The thing that I had to come to grips with yesterday, again, is that not everyone is going to like me every minute and that's okay. I'm not going to like everyone every minute either and sometimes I'm going to mess up. You know, I love my husband, but sometimes I get frustrated with him. It happens. We don't have to be perfect all of the time to be lovable. Perfection is overrated. That's my motto to keep me sane. It's an original anism. Okay, I'll say it again. Perfection is overrated. We also have this great plaque in our stairwell that says, you don't have to be perfect to be awesome. And that goes for you too. So why do we need to talk nicely to ourselves? Well, one, because we are beautiful creations of God and we deserve it. We are fearfully and wonderfully made 
by our Creator, according to Psalm 139. Secondly, I believe that if we have judgmental thoughts toward ourselves, then we will have judgmental thoughts towards others as well. If we're hard on ourselves, we'll be hard on others. And lastly, negativity breeds negativity and depression, while positive thoughts breed positivity and hope and joy. So if my mindset is that I'm a bad person, I'm stuck. But if my mindset is that I'm a wonderful person who had a momentary setback or bad episode, then I can learn from it and move forward. This week, I was listening to John Acuff, who is the author of Soundtracks, among other books, and he said, great thoughts turn into great actions, and great actions turn into great results. So what if we put that toward ourselves? If I have great thoughts towards myself, it will lead to good actions by me and good outcomes. And we all want good results, right? So how do we get great thoughts? Starts with listening to our own mind as like a third-party observer. Don't believe every thought that flits through your mind. If it makes you feel like a terrible person, you don't want to keep it. Even if it's the same thing you've been hearing over and over for 20 years, you don't want to partner with it anymore. That doesn't make it true. John Acuff had a good memory tool for changing our mindsets, which he calls our soundtracks. It's the three R's. Retire, replace, repeat. Retire the old, unhelpful, negative thoughts. It's time to put them out to pasture and leave them there. Recognize that they are tearing you down and not bringing you life. Okay. Secondly, replace. Replace them with new, helpful, positive thoughts. If you don't fill that slot, the old thoughts come out of retirement. You may be able to agree that you're not ugly, but can you look in the mirror and say, I'm beautiful? I hope so. We need to declare the opposite of the old mindsets and start a new neural pathway in our brain so that our thoughts flow in a different direction. We do actually have physical pathways in our brains. Third, repeat. Repeat the new truths to yourself until they are ingrained. Old mindsets don't die overnight. We often have to tell ourselves the truth about our new mindset over and over till it becomes a deep-rooted belief. And I think this is the step that most of us skip and we end up sliding back into those old mindsets. I'm a big fan of sticky notes for helping me remember stuff. Remember, you have control over what you believe, so believe the best about yourself. You will become what you believe about yourself. Now, one footnote, as Christians, we may think it's prideful to think we are beautiful. That's another lie of the enemy. The artist wants us to think his artwork is beautiful, and I'm quite sure that God, the artist of us, wants us to think we are beautiful. Pride comes when we think we're better than others, or we are relying solely on our outer beauty for our identity. We are dearly loved children of God. So this week, it's time to sort your thoughts. At least once a year, I go through my closet and I sort out what to keep and what to toss or give away. If it's not useful anymore, out it goes. And it's the same with our thoughts. Look at your thoughts like a closet and keep the useful and discard the not so useful. It's time to declutter your brain. Adopt positive, helpful mindsets about yourself. Bind your mind to the mind of Christ. Take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. That's 2 Corinthians 10.5.
and guard your mind against self-defeating thoughts. Proverbs 4.23 says, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Other translations say, Carefully guard your thoughts, because they are the source of true life. The Hebrew word used for heart is lavav, and it is the center of human thought and spiritual life. So think about that for a minute. The Bible tells us to guard our heart, our thoughts, and spiritual life above everything else, even our bodies, and that everything we do flows from there. Everything. Kind of shows us the root now, doesn't it? If we begin with the root, everything else will flow from there. You need to love you before you can love others well. Jesus tells us to love our neighbors as ourselves, which implies that we need to love us first. Go on, you can do it. I believe in you. Now, once we've got loving ourselves down, we can look toward how to better love and understand our husbands. So next week, I'm going to begin a series on how to better understand men and our relationship with them based on a book called, For Women Only, What You Need to Know About the Inner Lives of Men by Shanti Feldon. You may want to purchase it and read it along with me. It can kind of be like a book club. The Inner Lives of Men. Doesn't that sound exciting? Join me starting next week for that. In the meantime, remember, you are love. You are beautiful. You are enough. And you are awesome. Go in peace.